Hello, hello, my beautiful friend. Welcome to the Luna Ashley Show. I'm Luna, your witchy BFF meets your online biz bestie. In this podcast, you're going to be getting all of the systems, the strategies, and the energetics that are necessary to build an aligned, heart-centered, six-figure business. So with that being said, pull up a seat, make yourself comfy, and we're going to deep dive into this episode. Hello, hello, my friend. We are deep diving into card number 15 in the Major Arcana, the Devil card. And before I even continue, I have to address that just the name of this card, depending on how you were raised, depending on what you've been exposed to, especially as a young one, this card might stir up a little bit of fear. And if that is the case, I really would invite you to reflect on why is that? And oftentimes this is going to have to do with needing to do some deprogramming of certain belief systems, okay? This card just to be very clear, has nothing to do with evil, has nothing to do with, you know, the scary things that go bump in the night. Absolutely not. Just like what the title says, this is the card that for me, and I read differently than other people, but generally speaking, you're going to see this card have to do with things like illusion, with things like self-imposed limitation. And one of the big themes that I see pop up with this card, just like the title says, is codependency. So we're going to dive into the themes here. But again, I just want to acknowledge that this is one of those cards, kind of like the death card, that if you're not familiar with tarot or you come from certain backgrounds like I do, this can kind of stir up some what, like, what is this card? What is it about? And so I just want to invite you to take a deep breath. It is all good. And we're going to dive into how to really look at, am I imposing limitations on myself, on my business? How am I in relation to my business, right? Am I finding some type of self-worth out of hitting certain markers? And I'm really becoming entrapped to that. This is also going to be a card that will hold a lot for you. And guys, it's archetypes, right? So this is something that we all at one point are going to, we're going to either witness, we're going to experience ourselves, which is those self-imposed limitations. But you're going to know if you're here, if you're really feeling in many ways stuck, but this is different than when we talked about the hangman, right? And this kind of stagnation, this pause before this decision. This is an awareness of this doesn't feel good, but it feels like you're in a loop. Like I need to make some type of change, but you just feel like you're in this cycle and that there potentially is an awareness that you have a role. And we're going to dive into this, but this is really one of the keys that this card holds is that we, you, 
the person, right? Who, who, whether you're reading the cards or, you know, you're meditating with the cards, for example, just as a tool in your business, we're talking about you, right? You holding the power, you holding the keys to, to your own freedom. Okay. So this card is always going to be pointing back to, Hey, what are my limitations? How am I imposing this on myself? And if I'm imposing them on myself, then I literally have the power to make a change and step outside of the cycle. So we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. I want to dive into some of the symbolism of the card. So first things first, if you have not went to the very beginning and started at the full card, I'm gonna encourage you to do that. As always, if you hear me say something and I reference a different card, we're really journeying through. So the hero's journey is what we're talking about. So it's so important to start at the fool and continue on because each one of these archetypes become a, like a teacher, become an initiation of sorts. And so if you find yourself a little stuck or you're not sure some of the topics that we're talking about, or you go, Ooh, I think I need to go back and re-listen, please do so. At the end, you will get three questions, three of those journal prompts so that you can really dive in whenever these themes of codependency, self-imposed limitation, attachment, but not attachment in a healthy way, in a I'm losing myself kind of way comes forward to help you find your way back, right, to you, because that's what this card is really, truly about. Okay, so that's the spiel. Make sure you go back, make sure you listen all the way through. And the other thing is if you have the deck, I encourage you to have the card out. So go find the devil card and pull, pull this guy out so that you can look at the imagery. Now, let's say you don't have the, you don't have a deck or you just don't have access right now. So this is based off of the writer weight system. Again, I tried to do that on all of these guys, but that is the imagery that I will be describing to you. Okay. So with that, Typically speaking, you are going to see a couple different elements within this card. The first thing is that you are going to see a figure of some kind that typically has some type of chains. So I'm looking at a couple different decks right now. I have the Illuminati in front of me and I have just another gifted deck in front of me as well. One has a bunch of chains across it and not so much, you know, this scary figure, right? With like the horns and whatnot. Um, which we could get into the symbolism of that it has to do with the animal nature, all types of fun, fun goodies of why there is horns on, on this figure. But you may or may not have that is, is my point, but there typically is something to do with chains. And that is a key, huge key to this card. Okay. So there's chains and then typically there will be some humanoid figures. So in my favorite deck, I love the Illuminati. Again, if you're just beginning, I always recommend just the right, just standard writer weight or one that is based on the writer weight symbolism. So the chains typically will be around in some form or fashion, the two human-esque figures that are there. Now, what does this symbolize? This symbolizes the attachments. This symbolizes that there is some type of connection, but not in a healthy way. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Depending on how they depict the card, right? The chains can easily be removed. They can be navigated around. I want you to think about whatever situation, whether it's you're currently in or a past situation, 
where you are in the moment, right? You're so focused in on that moment. You're like, there's just no way I'm trying, et cetera, et cetera. But when you zoomed out, you got a little bit of perspective. It was like, wow, like I had the power all along. Okay. So think about that. That's what these chains are symbolizing that yes, there's these attachments, but that you have the power to remove them. And that's, again, I keep saying it is so, 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 so key in understanding this card and navigating this archetype and this energy of, oh man, I'm experiencing limitation. But when we're experiencing it, it feels like it's our whole world. It feels like, is there a way out? I'm trying to find it. And so finding that zoom out big picture, how can I navigate this? How can I ask for help from my higher power, right? Get outside of just myself. These are all keys. Okay. Now, the other part that one of my dear teachers shared that I love, love about this card is that if you do have the devil figure, right? Like the horned, the horned guy. Again, remember the horns just symbolizing the animal nature that humans have. But you'll notice that there is a belly button. And the belly button means that the devil was born of a woman, which means this is a creation that humans made, that you made, that the situation is something that we have a part in, that you have a part in. This isn't just something that landed in your lap, right? For example, that might be more like emperor energy, for example, the emperor, you know, declaring something, this is just what it is, and you have to deal with it. Very different. And I'll, I'll be honest, I would much rather deal with the devil card than the emperor if I, if I had to choose, because at least in this card, we know that A, I have the power and the resources and the tools to get out of this. Of course, with the emperor, we're gonna have to use different tools, et cetera. Go back and listen to that one. But in this one, there was a role that I played in creating this. Whatever you're thinking about, if it's truly this situation where we're dealing with codependent tendencies, if we're dealing with self-imposed limitation, stories that we've created to kind of create this illusion around us of what is real and what isn't, well, guess what? If you had a part in it, you can find your way out of it, okay? So- with that, the belly button is something that I always come to. I always, always, always come to that. And this also really correlates to the shadow, right? If, when we're talking about archetypes and we're talking about you know, Jung, for example, Carl Jung, Hero's journey, right? Everything that we're, we're talking about here. And so we always laugh a little bit when I pull this card and somebody kind of gives a little like, oh my gosh, like what, like, what does that mean? That's a reflection of our own relationship with our shadow that which is hidden right which again the shadow is something that you know we're we're standing in the pathway of the sun right it's ca it's casting the shadow it's something that we we created right and that we can acknowledge and say hey like this is just, this just is this doesn't have to be this scary thing like i'm just going to acknowledge that this is a phase that i'm in that this is something that i have the power to work through i can take the chains off okay so while we're talking about the horns, if you have this figure on your on your card, this also correlates with Capricorn. If you know Capricorn, right, we're talking about the goat, right? So also seeing the horns there as well, very, very connected to nature and everything related to Capricorn, we're also going to see within this card. Specifically, I like to pick out that they are very practical. They are very 
um, action oriented and action is required here in this card okay but action that is practical and what do i mean by that things that you can do a simple step that you can do that is most likely going to yield yield a result that you desire all right so what is that thing that's going to move you toward taking that shackle off for example and let's just break this down. This could be, oh man, you know, I don't know what to post. I don't know what to post in my business. It's the story. And all of a sudden it's like, well, I just, I don't get any creative flow. And you're just creating this. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Going into this victim, right? You know, I'm waiting for inspiration to come from outside of me instead of working within. And you're creating a self-imposed limit, right? I don't know what to post. I'm feeling unmotivated. I'm feeling unmotivated. So it just cycles, right? You get into this loop. Versus, okay, what would one step be? Well, what if you just made a stinking post, you let it suck, you let it be messy, it didn't have to be perfect, you could post the thing that you're like, I don't know if this is right, but I'm going to post it anyway, I'm just going to contribute to the conversation, it doesn't have to be perfect, it's one step in the right direction. Okay, another example that I see of this is, well, I'm just not feeling it. If I if I don't feel all the high vibes and I'll push people at one of the most toxic things that I have seen taught that at one point in my journey, I believed, I was like, oh yeah, you just hear it so much. But once you buy it, once you buy it, once you begin speaking it over yourself, once you begin acting out, you create this unhealthy loop cycle. So how do you break it? It sounds so simple, right? How do you break the chains? That's what this whole conversation is about, right? How do you break the chains? How do you truly free yourself? How do you step into this self-leadership? It's one simple, practical action that is in contrast to that very false, does not, it feels constricting story. Not necessarily that the story feels good or bad, right? Because sometimes those words can be really conflated, but it feels constrictive. It feels like I just can't do anything that I'm, you know, isolated almost in this story alone, not able to get out of it. it feels like that. What is an opposite action that you can take, small practical action that you can take that helps break those chains? And again, just gave you an example. If you're in this can't post, can't whatever, gotta be high vibe. Okay, well then um, you you take a small step. You make that one post on Instagram or you make that TikTok your video and you just let it be messy. You let it be one step in a slightly different direction. Instead of that just loop of sitting there and waiting for the good feels to come, you're creating the momentum. Okay. So again, this is Capricorn. So something that they understand, they, they know, they know deeply that standing still is not an option. And if the Capricorn does that long enough, I've seen some wild things happen. I've seen, you know, health things pop up. I've just all types of stuff, okay? Because they are people that need to be motivated and are motivated by purpose and need to be following that to feel to feel their best. I mean, but don't we all? But Capricorns, oh, so there to help teach us this. And this card as well, okay? So all things Capricorn, we're also going to see in this card. All right. The other thing that is common, I don't see it in my deck, but just know this, that the original Rider Waite, right, OG, the devil figure had a mask of sorts on. It was referred to as a mask. And so I want you to ask yourself, this is going to become one of our journal questions. I will go over it at the end, but I want you to think about the masks that you wear. And not that there's anything wrong with having a mask for different situations, right? Of course, you are going to talk to your family 
in a different way than you would talk in front of a live stream or you would talk in front of a board of directors or that you would talk to your children, right? And so you can call that different math. Some people, you know, just different language that you're using in different social situations. It doesn't make that bad, right? I've literally heard people be like, oh, well, it means you're inauthentic, but we all shift depending on who we are talking to, who we are, you know, around who our audience is. The only thing that I, I would come up to that and say, okay, like, what do you mean by that? Is if in that situation, you were manipulating, like consciously manipulating, you know, your family or your audience on live stream or, or whatnot, right? If you were trying to do something that just was so against your purpose, right? That's not going to feel good, okay? And this card can also be a call out that you are doing that. So if you're feeling a little like, ooh, you know, when I asked, you know, are you wearing different masks? And you're like, oh, I just try to have the same persona and the same person every, oh, well, why? Why, why is that, right? Um, do you believe that holding different masks or speaking differently to different people says something about you that there's worthiness around that? Because let me tell you, right, how I'm talking on the podcast is different than how I talk to my daughter, which is different than how I talk to my husband, right? That doesn't make it bad. It's just knowing who you are talking to, what audience you are serving or that you are helping in that given moment. Okay, so masks what is your relationship with masks and do you want to say that it's good or it's bad right do you want to kind of polarize that and we've talked about that right and to really question that and go okay like where where did i learn this and this is this ultimately a fulfilling freeing breaking the chains story that i'm telling or am i continuing to restrict and constrain myself okay so masks that you can take the mask off Right. And sometimes we find that we put a mask on, for example, and all of a sudden it's like, whoa, like I no longer align with this or this is no longer who who I am or whatnot. And that's okay. Like, for example, and if you've followed me on social media, you know this that for, I was a teacher for seven, eight years. Something I need to go back and add it all up, but like a significant period of time. And I want you to look back at your own life. Like, what is a mask or a position that you held that you shed that you're like you know what this is no longer who I am now I still am a teacher right I still teach I'm, te I'm teaching tarot right now I just teach in a very different way my classroom is different so you could say like there's argument sake that the mask is a little the teaching mask is a little bit different and that's okay it's taken me a long time to work my way into that that that's okay but I want you to look at that too and go okay is there a mask that no longer serves me? And that's why I'm feeling burnt out. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to leave the space in the same way that I still am in the teaching space. It's just a different mask. It's a different way of presenting um, myself, interacting, et cetera. It's a different facet of the crystal. I want you to think of it like that. It's like a crystal and there's all these different facets and it's okay to just slightly turn it a little bit it's okay. It's all still a part of you. Or, right, I'll bring this up too. It is possible to put on a mask that is not you. It's possible when we're going and talking about codependency, right, that you're putting on a mask that isn't authentic. 
to who you are, right? So we can present different faces of who we are. Absolutely. I would call those masks, but you could also pick up somebody else's, right? You could, um, to the point of literally mimicking other people, you know, um, been there, been there. I get it. I get it. I get it. If you're feeling called out right now, it's totally fine. And I think social media really sets us up for this as well. So just know I'm sending you so much love. If this is you and you're like, oh my gosh, I felt like I had to be her, right? When I say that, who is the her? Usually it's some guru, it's some mentor, somebody who you deem is super, 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 super successful. Well, if I act like them, I talk like them, um, I use, you know, their mannerisms, etc. Like, get it. Again, I've been there. I've been there. That's a mask too, but that's not really an aspect of who you are. And so that will feel wildly um, out of alignment at a certain point. And it's very much this card. This card can pop up and say, hey, it's time to take that mask off. Okay. So different types of masks. And that question has a lot of different threads. And I encourage you to, to really look at how you define mask for you, because it might be different than how I'm defining it. And that's fine. That's okay. All right. So the other part of this that we kind of mentioned is don't let the fear win. This, this card comes up when fear really has a firm chokehold on us, right? Like there's a almost a paralysis, right? There's a fear to make the next step, a fear to move, um, shrinking back, cutting off communication, from self, from others, from your source creator, that fear is really in the driver's seat, right? And the remedy is the action, the practical action. How can you take action in the opposite direction, in the opposite direction? Okay, another theme. This is being trapped in a world of your own illusion, which we've talked about, right? The stories and the cycles. And we talked about, well, I'm just not going to post because I'm not creative or I'm not feeling good. And then you just get trapped. You get trapped, right? You get in this cycle and the action, again, being the, the remedy to this, being the next step, being, okay, when I find myself in this spot, instead of talking about all the shit I do not want, I've coached so many women. I can't tell you how often it has to literally be a conversation of you've got to make a decision if you want to stop focusing on that and stop talking about that otherwise you will keep locking that into your reality that will continue to be what you continue to get and so I share that with you too right if that's you and you're going okay that's great Luna but 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 and I would say but how can you make it work but how can you make a shift but but what if you stop saying but and you start getting on your own side right we've talked about this in previous cards right? How can you be your best defense? How can you be your best hype woman instead of you know, dragging your own energy down, right? That's really, again, a huge part of this card. Are you being your biggest deterrent or your biggest hype man or woman? Okay, so um, one other theme is control. This is a big one. And we talked about codependency, right? And the flip side of that in many ways is, is control, is uh, there's a couple different things coming in right now that they really want me to share with you. So first off with codependency and kind of seeping into the other and not knowing where you are and the boundaries and, and whatnot. Yes. Huge part of this card. I'm just going to do what, you know, this other person says or what they say is the right thing and losing touch with who you are, what you believe in, what, what is the next right thing for you, right? Coming back to center, coming back to self, realizing that you're in this position and you've literally handed power over and that you're in this cycle of limitation might be your next step. But for some of you guys, 
some of you guys, it's the flip of the coin where you're so hyper independent that you're no longer communicating. You're just kind of doing your own thing. You're not, you're, you're in no way practicing unity. And remember unity is one of the themes of source creator unity, uh, working together, peace, right? Collaboration. Like these are things that source creator wants for us. Now as humans, we are, we are community beings. Give me one second. I'm grabbing Zoe. Shout out to you guys who are listening with puppies, kitties, all the animals. Okay. So Zoe is here now, but I want you to think about that too. Are you, are you kind of obsessed with control? And this is sneaky because no one wants to say, yes, of course. That's like, that's where I'm at. But look at this. Are you a not, are you not communicating? Are you just, I'm going to figure it out on my own. And if I can't figure it out on my own, then I suck. That is a good indication that you potentially are looking to control how others perceive you. You see how it just swung back over to codependency, but we can talk about this in this kind of hyper independence, this counter dependence, if you will, where again, I'm off on my own. I'm the lone wolf. I'm doing my own thing, which, you know, Hey, that's, it's great. Independence is great until a point when you literally have isolated yourself and want to appear like you are in control when you're literally losing it. And I've been here too, like vacillating between the two. This card will show up for both of those things. Okay. So I just want to be very clear on that because some people will say, well, I'm not codependent. I don't give a flip what anybody thinks about me. It's like really not, not anybody. And then I begin to ask questions about counter dependence. Right? Are you wanting to just go again? And I get it, right? Yeah. Aquarius moon, like rebel, like I absolutely, I get this. But remember, there is power in having someone who you trust, someone in your life who, you know, you respect and whatever, whether it's family life in your business, this is why I always encourage having a mentor who will turn power back to you, right? But who you can go and you can ask questions to and that you're willing to be challenged by and that you don't receive that as a threat. And if you do, right, you're willing to do the work around that. Okay. Um, so look at that as well, because it's not just codependency. I've lost who I am. I have no clue. Permeable boundaries. It can be the exact opposite. Okay. So we talked about this, what Matt, we talked about what masks do you wear? We talked about this kind of controlling obsession that also is a call out of this card. So we're going to get into now the three journal prompts, the three questions. Okay. So the first one, we already talked about this, but what masks is it that you wear? And you can literally break this up. You guys know how I love a question then to kind of take a thread from that, right? I literally see like a piece of yarn, right? You know, yarn's all wound up and you kind of unravel it and you get all these different little threads. That's how I see it. So when we begin to unravel this, I want you to think about what mask do I wear in my business? And do I wear a different mask around different people within my business? Um, you can look at this in your family. You can look at this in your relationships, right? And again, I personally, my relationship with masks, and again, yours might be different. And there's all a whole bunch of terminology, right? There's like masking, there's, I mean, there's all this stuff. But just to be clear, 
want you to think about like there's a set of masks, right? That think about yourself like this beautiful jewel and you have all these different facets and each one of those facets is a mask and you get to choose like what side of yourself that you are choosing to show which is appropriate to, to the situation at hand. Okay, and that's okay. That's not inauthentic to you because you are this beautiful jewel and it is just a part of who you are. And that is totally fine. So all of those masks would be appropriate. Okay. And can actually be really helpful, right? So you're not necessarily like, for example, if you are mentoring somebody, this is a good tip for you guys to mentor others in the social media space. If I am friends, for example, if I'm friends with somebody, but I'm also mentor, those are two different masks. Those are two different roles. And so if we're having a conversation, I ask them, I will say, do you need a friend right now? Or do you need mentor right now? Good tip for you guys, right? Both are me, but what do you need from me in this moment? Okay, so that would be an example. Now, I want you to think about like another set of masks that you've seen, whether these are mentors you deem as, you know, the multi six figure, multimillionaire, billion, whatever, right? Name your, the people who are like, I just uh, made a million dollars in my 30 minute launch in Bali, blah, which is great, good for them, right? And that's awesome. Like round of applause. But I want to ask you if you think you have to do everything just like that, because that would be a mask. If you got to post like them, your filters have to look like them. When you go live, you got to sound like them. That would be a mask that isn't you, okay? And have you been putting that on, okay? I want you to look at that as well. This can be, I used to do this when I was teaching, when I was a brand new teacher. And I've told, if you've watched me on live, I've shared this story before, where I would, when I was brand new, again, I would try different techniques that older teachers were sharing with me that were beautifully in their classroom. But I was literally adopting a mask that worked for them, but it wasn't true to who I am. And so it didn't work for me in my classroom. And I wondered why, why doesn't this work? It works for them. It's not working for me. Right. And again, you can see this in business. Um, I definitely had a period in business where, where I did this. And here's the thing you might've been taught, you might've been taught, Hey, I am the guru, right? Someone might've been that hierophant or that emperor and said, I am the guru. I am the mentor, right? I know this is the way that it has been done. And so you will do it just like me and you will talk like me and you will say things just like me and then you will have success just like me. And so you go after it. And here's the thing, you can most likely, right? Most likely get to a certain level. And here's where, here's where it gets a little right you have to be you though like eventually like humans are so energetic and obviously you're listening to a tarot podcast about the devil card like you're with me on this I get it but you know there are people out there who don't believe in energy like me and you they oh tarot but they can read energy and they know if it's you and they know if it's not and so I've literally seen people adopt someone else's mask reach a certain level of you know, success or whatever, and then wonder why it's not sustainable, why all of a sudden they're burning out. And this is a huge part of it. So, but again, it doesn't have to be business. Like look in your life. And if you're experiencing burnout, this can be one of those kind of inventory questions to go, okay, am I experiencing burnout potentially? Because I am approaching this in a way 
that isn't authentic to me and who I am. And I've not been in my energy. Okay. So lots of tendrils with the masks and what masks you are wearing. Okay. Second question for you. What are you in a loop in or a cycle that is not for your highest good? So this would be how I was talking about not posting because I'm just not feeling high vibe or I have these highs and lows energy wise. And I just, I can only post when I'm having these highs and like super, super, super feeling it. And when I'm my lows, I just, I have to rest and I just, I cannot do anything. And I can tell you guys, like, ah, the people who talk about this, even on social media, like the IG gurus, the ease, the flow, the yoni eggs, like love them. They're great. They're consistent in posting. They are absolutely doing launches or doing offers or doing all of these things, but they're talking about this thing that seems like they're not, but they are. You look at the actions and they absolutely are, whether they've been, you know, content batching and pushing out when they're, you know, maybe not feeling as good. Like their definition, let me tell you, their definition of ease still includes action. I can promise you that. So I see this often, again, with the highs and the lows. I can't post. I can't do anything. I can't, you know, take my dog on a walk when I'm feeling, you know, I, I digress. But you get what I'm saying, right? If I'm not feeling it, if I'm not the highest of the vibes, then it's just not worth it. Like, and I just say bullshit to that. Like, absolute bullshit. And I'm not saying, right, that you shouldn't honor, you know, days when you know, you really deeply, deeply, deeply need that. But what I've seen is that people take this and then run with it to not be present and do your part in your business. In which case I come back to how much do you really love it? It's it's the relationship, right? And relationships are going to have ups and downs. And if every time there is some type of dip, you decide to peace, it's not going to be a fulfilling, long lasting 50 year, oh my gosh, I'm still madly in love. Uh, relationship. And I don't know about you, but like, that's, that's what I want. No, not everybody does. Right. And then you have to be honest with yourself and say, okay, what type of relationship do I want with my business? Like, do I want a long lasting, fulfilling, nurturing, or do I just want like a fling and a bunch of flings and that's your thing. And I did not mean for that to rhyme. Right. But being radically honest with yourself and that it's okay with whatever your answer is. Okay. So with that, with that, and there's so much more, if you have questions about that, you're like, man, I think I'm in this loop. I need help identifying it. Just message me over on Instagram. I am happy. I am happy to help walk you through that. And then if you need more support beyond what, you know, we can just message back quickly. We'll talk about it. Okay. So are you in a loop? Are you in a cycle that is not for your highest good? And how do you know that? Cause I can cure some of you guys. Well, how do I know if it's for my highest good? Or if it's blah, blah, blah. Here's the thing. Does it feel like you are constraining yourself? Your life force is sputtering out, right? Like, does it feel like you are chained to a story that just isn't your thing, right? <clears throat> Have you asked, again, somebody who you trust, somebody who you, if it's business, for example, hey, is this something that you, how have you navigated through this? Are you just trying to figure it out on your own, right? Because it could come back to kind of that counter, counter dependence thing. But I want you to really identify, are you in a loop or a cycle that's not for your highest good? And then identify a time that you've been in one in the past and how did you get out? This can be getting out of an abusive relationship. This can be, you know, stories that you're like, I am just so done with that. This can be, 
<coughs> excuse me, this can be just a number of things and it's going to look different for each one of you guys. But if you're able to find a time in your past, and if you are listening to this, if you were like over the age of 18, um, which you should be, if you're listening to this, you've had this happen, right? You've had some tough shit happen that you were able to overcome and look at that and see how you can apply those same skills to where you are right now. Okay. Let's move on. Let's move on from this one because that one is one, a lot will come forward from that. And the awareness is super, super, super key. All right. Third question. And what ways do you seek others approval in your business? This is directly tied to the codependency or the counter dependency, right? If you're like, I don't give a fly and flip what they think. Well, I mean, you have a business, you do want customers, I would assume um, you are a community creature. So if you're just like, I don't give a flip, I don't give a rip, I don't blow, like, okay, like potentially look, look at that. Now, if you are, man, I really care. And this is where I see a lot of people. I see like either one of the sides, but I would say I probably see more over on this side. Um, but don't get me wrong, like you guys, oh, you are still there, those countered, and you can vacillate, okay? But I do see a lot of you guys over on, and I've been there, get it, where it's like, well, if this mentor, if this person, if this whatever gives me a pat on the head, it's almost worth more than money. Like for some of you guys, it literally, it literally is. Like the pat on the head, the approval, someone saying your name, seeing you, whatever, like, and not that there's necessarily anything wrong with that, but I would say to you, are you placing your self-worth on that? Are you making decisions that are counter to your own good for someone else's approval? In which case you have swung well over into being codependent if you are seeking that at your own detriment. And that that's where you know. And you've got to be honest with yourself. You've got to be honest with yourself if that's what it is. And is it serving you? I mean, so, I will be totally honest with you guys. There are some people that it's really not about necessarily the business. It is about recognition. It is about, um, you know, having their name in a magazine or whatever, having their name shouted out and they're, you're getting something from that and that's okay. But again, can you be radically self-aware and take ownership? Because if that's what you want and now you're getting it, cool. But if you're saying, but I want more, but I want this, but I want that, and yet you're literally in this cycle with another person where you're seeking their approval at the detriment of your own approval. Holy, that is a that's a tough cycle to be in. And guess what? There's, there's going to be some type of breakup involved, right? And you, you deeply know that if that is the situation that you're in. But again, this can look so, 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 so different. You're going to be able to identify it again by the self-imposed limitations. It feels like a cycle that is constraining, that is tying you to something that you know is not good, that cannot be sustained and still lead to growth. Okay, we talked about that. Already read you the third question. All right, so I wanna give you a meditation, many, many, many meditation. Again, for you guys who are visual, you can drop into this easily. Not gonna lead you through it, just gonna give you an idea so you can, you know, you can journal to this and see what comes forward. But I would encourage you to, you know, play some, go to YouTube, find some singing bowls, find, you know, relaxing music that you like, put it on low, maybe light some incense, some candles. And if you don't wanna fall asleep, make sure you're, <laughs> make sure you're sitting up, but you can lay down if you want to. 
So what I'm going to invite you to do is close your eyes, drop into your meditative space. However you get yourself there. I like to count myself down. Uh, If you have like a sacred inner temple space, some people have, you know, groves of trees, whatever, go there, go to your space. And if you don't have that, find me on Instagram. Maybe we need to do a, maybe we need to do a great big meditation. So we can set that up for you guys. But I know many of you guys do who listen to this. Then I'm going to invite you to invite your guides and invite your angels in, source creator. You can invite ancestors in if they're in, aligned for your highest good. Keep in mind, we all have we all have a few ancestors that weren't the nicest of humans, okay? So you want to make sure that you're inviting those in who have your best interests in mind, that are helping guide you to your highest good. They're, they're really rooting for you. They have similar beliefs as you, okay? Um, so you can invite them in. So do that first. And then you're going to state your intention. And the intention here with this meditation is to find what you are chained to. To find what you're chained to, to find what it is that is getting you into a loop, that's getting you into a cycle that you might not even be aware of. And you may be aware of some things, okay? And then have them, you can have them take you to a place or you can envision this where you literally see almost like a golden thread. It might actually look like a chain right? That is attached to whatever it is that, and there's something that you're already aware of if you're doing this, okay? And if it feels good, only if it feels good, you can have them show you things that maybe you're not aware of that are holding undue influence, right? That are creating this unhealthy attachments. Do not be surprised if, like I've done this meditation, for example, and I've been called out on incorporating too many carbohydrates, which sounds crazy, but I have epilepsy if you don't know that. And so I have to be really mindful of it, but I love them. Like, I love them, right? They'll be like, hey, man, Taco Bell, like it's got you again, which sounds silly. But like, if you've been there, you know, like you get it. But the things that we want to overlook, the things that we don't want to, you know, we want to put it in the shadow. We want to say, you know, I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't see it. I'm just looking at the light. I don't see the thing, right? But the gold is there. The gold is there. And so then what you can do is you can, once you identify like, okay, it's there, is you can ask for information, right? What is the next step that I can take to get out of this space, to remove this cord? You might actually see it being cut, etc. Here's what I would urge you to do is to, resist the urge to prematurely cut before the lesson has been learned. And that might be there. Like, I'm just going to cut these, especially if you're very energetically adept. It will just come back. This is why I don't do a lot of cord cuttings for people, because unless the lesson has been learned and integrated and appropriate action taken, it will come back. There is something there to be gleaned. And again, I always have to say this. I'm not talking about like your traumas or whatever. That That is not for this. That's for your therapist, okay? This I'm, this is what I'm talking about. Things in business, right? Things in, you know, your, your mundane day-to-day that you are capable with your higher power of, of, of working through, right? And it might be something that comes forward that you're like, man, I do need to take that to my therapist, like especially with this card. Absolutely. Might be something you're like, man, that next appointment, we're going to be talking about that. It might be something from your childhood. So be prepared for that if you do want to do this meditation. But with that, I do encourage you, again, to notice any desire to immediately cut. And that might be the right thing, right? 
But like I said, if the lesson hasn't been learned, that's why talk to it, see what do I need to know? What is the next right step? What's the false story that I'm telling myself? What do I need to be telling myself to move forward? What step? And it could be simple, right? Stop eating so much Taco Bell, right? It could be, hey, like, have you heard of a vegetable? Um, stop, stop it with, with the sodas and the, you know, whatever. Okay. It could be something as simple as that. I put that in like air quotes. Now you can't see, right? But get what I'm saying. Okay. Well, how can I, how can I move away from this? What affirmation do I need? Is there journaling work? Is there something supportive that I can be doing? And I've shared this before. I've done variations of this and I've shared them with you guys throughout these cards where literally something will come forward. Like, Hey, drink nettle tea, do this. I go and look it up and it's great for it. So don't be surprised if something like that, a tangible, Hey, this crosses your path, obviously do your due diligence. Like don't go like picking wild berries and eating them, right? Like do your due diligence. If something comes and it crosses your path, you're like, hmm, like that's the fourth time today that I've heard about nettle tea, for example. Maybe I will go research nettle tea and whatever you have going on, see what the metaphysical properties are. Shout out to Scott Cunningham's Encyclopedia of Herbs. Love that book. It's great for magical correspondences, all of that good stuff but go look it up, go research it, see what's coming forward. It's a great way to build an intuitive practice. But again, back to the meditation. So you're seeing, what is it? You're seeing the thing that you're already aware of as we're talking about this. Yes, this is a thing. This is a cycle. This is a loop. So you're seeing it in front of you. You're seeing you know, the, the cord. It might look like a chain. What do I need to know here? What do I need to release? Am I ready to release it? What steps do I need to take? And if you've done all of that, then you can ask your team, right? Your guides, your guardians, your angels, the ancestors that you are working with for your highest good, for your highest development to help release the cords, right? And keep in mind, this card is all about that you are able to do that. So you can ask for the help. If you are, you know, for example, you're adept at working with energy. If you're like, I have no clue, then just ask, right? They will be, they will be able to assist you. But let's say you're, you're a Reiki practitioner, right? Reiki level, and definitely Reiki level two, depending on your teacher, he would have been taught, you know, techniques for this. Um, I would hope if you are a Reiki, a Reiki master, um, a Reiki master teacher that you've been taught some techniques for this, for cord, cord cutting. Um, but it would be an appropriate time. Again, as long as the lesson has been gleaned, the steps have been taken and you have, you have done the thing. Now that does not mean that this card will not come back, that you won't find yourself in a loop, that you won't find yourself, oh, this thing again. And there's another layer there's something else that's being asked because we're humans right we get into we get our minds on things we tell ourselves these stories we create these self-imposed limitations which give us the opportunity to bust through them okay so i want you to kind of reframe this to this meditation as this is an opportunity to bust through those limitations that have been placed upon you yes placed upon you but that you have also accepted like there is self ownership there is a level of yeah this thing sucks or yeah you know maybe there was some manipulation and these different things but I was in a position to buy it and I kept buying it even when my intuition was like hey right so the radical self-ownership within this card is also super super key and keep in mind if things come up where you're like that really I don't have a part in that I would caution you and thinking that that is this card. This card, again, 
This is about the self-imposed limitation. This is about the things that we do have a part in and that you do have power in moving forward and making radical change, which is one of the reasons why I love this card. Okay, this card is an invitation to say, hey, hey, yo, whoa, I am a little off the beaten path here. I am in a cycle, but I see how I got myself here, right? I might not have opened the door. The door might have been wide open. I might have been, you know, I might have walked right in and made myself comfy, but like I have two feet and I can walk right back out, right? This is a radical reclaiming of your power. And because of that, again, it's one of my favorites. So with that, enjoy. If you got value out of this, make sure to screenshot this. Tag me in your stories. I'm at the Luna Ashley. I'm sending you guys so much love and I will see you, well, talk to you on the next episode. Bye guys.